Just a reminder, our podcast deals with crimes that are often violent and graphic in nature, so listener discretion is advised. So when in doubt, leave the kids out. Now, please let us take you back in time. Hello all, this is Melissa here. I just want to put in a correction before we jump in today's episode. Leonardo Chinchuli was born in 1893. During the episode, you may hear me say 1983 because I mixed the years up, not because one of her superpowers was time travel. So, hope you enjoy the show. Hello, Hello. old-time crime gal listeners. Welcome back, for real, this week. Um, I'm actually going to tell a story. It's Melissa. I'm here with Shannon. Yep, and... um, She's been talking, telling some stories for the last couple of weeks because I have been coughing. Yes. And now I think I'm finally over my battle and I can tell a story. Yay. So. And kind of telling us a story I haven't researched. Yes. So. I, have, I have it. Um, Yeah. I was going to. It's in my thing that and Shannon oh. doesn't know. Okay. Yeah. I always like to jump the gun. <laughs> <sighs> she doesn't know what I'm talking about this week. Yes. So that's exciting. So. This story is is just crazy, shocking, and just plain bananas, which is why I did not tell Shannon about it beforehand. So, it's so insane, so I'm taking the lead and telling this one. So, I'm going to tell you a story about a woman who was a wife and a mother, a girl who had a rough childhood, who worked hard to overcome obstacles, and just when it seemed like her life was on track, her children were in jeopardy, and she would stop at nothing to make sure they were safe. But don't start to feel sorry for her now. But this is a story of Leonardo Chinchuli. And that is not spelled how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make sure I got name. that right. So for our listeners in Italy, she's the first Italian serial killer. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So don't give us a hard time. No, nope, I'm trying to really not pronounce hard. that correctly. <laughs> I practiced until like one in the morning. <laughs> so Leonardo was born on November 14th in 1983 in Montella. Her mother's name was Amelia, and she happened to be assaulted. Oh, okay. She's unfortunate, and it resulted in a pregnancy. But because of the time and not wanting to have her reputation be ruined and all this stuff, she actually married her attacker. Wow. Don't know if she knew him beforehand or any of the circumstances surrounding that, but they did end up getting married. Wow. And so that took strength. Yeah. And because the circumstances were less than desired, uh, you know, her situation, she didn't want to be pregnant. She didn't want to be married. So she kind of had some resentment toward her daughter and maybe didn't have the best relationship possible. Mm. So that's kind of, that does kind of sound sad. So, yeah. So they were very poor as a family. And um, at least twice during her young life, um, Leonardo attempted to take her own life, which is what we've seen and is a trend yes. in some of the people that have the horrible childhoods. Um, but Amelia eventually remarried, so she must have gotten divorced okay. and, and moved on with her life. They try to take their own life, don't succeed, so then they take others yeah. sometimes in the long run. Well, her case is it, it's interesting on her reasons and her, her the psychological part of why things happen. Well, I'm excited to get... But... Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, so she remarried, and but their financial situation didn't really change. So she didn't really marry up in money or didn't. They were still poor. They still struggled. So her plan, Amelia's plan, became to marry her daughter off to someone who is wealthy, who would end up taking care of 
you know, old mother-in-law on the whole family. Okay. So she was going to try and find someone rich that Leonardo can marry. Okay. But you know how we often don't want to do what our parents want us to sometimes. She was not okay with that because she found someone that she wanted to marry. So she married an older man by the name of Raffaele Penzardi. Ooh, I like that name. And he was an office clerk. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like the rich plan that Mama wanted her to have. To no, and, rich. and the picture of those two when it popped up on the screen because I was watching a YouTube video that I'll link so I could get the pronunciations right. Daniel's face. <laughs> He said, like, whoa. <laughs> they do not look like they belong together. Okay. I don't like to judge, but. <laughs> so I wonder how she, does it tell how she met him? No, okay. no I have no idea. Okay. Um, didn't get that her, deep into it. But it was her ticket out of mama rearranging a marriage. Yes. So she married um, Raffaele Penzardi. Sorry if I don't get that right. Um, but her mom was just enraged that her daughter just disobeyed and went against her wishes. Um, she did not give her blessing, of course, to the couple. In fact, she cursed them. Oh, wow. Repeatedly. Oh, wow. She would, um, just curse her, mm. which deeply disturbed Leonardo. And she believed that the curse would travel with her throughout her life. Like she obsessed over my mom cursed me. Wow. Because, you know, back then yeah. it was, that was a thing. Um, they believed in stuff like that, that. If someone yeah. cursed you that it was going to carry yeah. throughout the rest of your life and bad things were going to continue to happen. Yeah. So looking for some hope that she wasn't really cursed. She'd be visited. like, mom, the first bad thing that's going to happen is you're not going to get taken care of my being my husband. Exactly. <laughs> we can't pay. We can't help you. Sorry. Go ahead. You don't want to like us now. No. Um, so <laughs> to convince herself that she wasn't cursed, she decided to visit a fortune teller. Ooh, juicy. <laughs> So, but the fortune teller, unfortunately, gave her a bad reading. Oh, no. <laughs> the gy oh. gypsy, um, as they were often called, told her, quote, you will marry and have lots of children, but they will all die young. Wow. So, not only, that's not what you want to no. hear. No. I just paid you money to tell me my fortune, and this is what you tell me? <laughs> You're supposed to get my mom off my back. Exactly. Not this. So, not wanting to believe that, you know, that could be your fate. She sought out a second opinion. So now she goes and sees a palm reader. Oh, okay. And so this one wasn't much better. In oh, fact, no. it was worse. <laughs> so she told Leonardo, and this is in quotations, in your right hand, I see prison. In your left, a criminal asylum. Wow. And was she not right? Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Ooh, that is crazy. Two bad fortunes. So it's creepy, Did right? Did she go to another one? No, nope, she stopped third, it there. The third she's, one's a charm. No, nope, she stopped it there. She's, but it's just odd. That that both fortune tellers and the palm reader, but they were right. <laughs> and mama. So, yeah. <laughs> Putting the curse on to begin with. <laughs> My mama cursed her, and, and this is what happens. So, Leonardo believed that she received such a bleak fate predicted to her because of her mother's curse. That she just couldn't shake it. It was her, it was her mother's fault, and she had cursed her. But after she married um, Raffaele, they moved to Loriano in 1921. So they got out of her hometown. Okay. And they went to where he grew up to okay. like a fresh start. And so they both got jobs and they seemed to be doing well. But then in 1930, a, um, oh, I am jumping the gun. My, I'm pulling a Shannon. Uh oh. Sorry. In 1927, <laughs> she was arrested for fraud and put in prison. 
It didn't say for what she did or for how long, but she was in prison at least for a little while. So, I mean, obviously, if she committed fraud, she chose to do that on her own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mama didn't make her do that. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know what it was I wonder if she committed the fraud with her right hand. I don't know. Because the palm reader said in her right hand she saw prison. Yeah. And maybe she did her other crazy stuff with her left hand. It never said if she was right or left-handed. When what? Anyway. Uh. But, so after her release, they moved again um, to Lachedonia. And I didn't even write how that was originally spelled. I just wrote the phonetic version <laughs> so I could get it right. You're welcome so, if you're laughing on So it. I hope that Lachedonia is right. But it's so... In 1930, they had an earthquake, and their house got destroyed. Oh, no. So, they moved once. They moved twice. She goes to prison. They've moved again. Have the house. It gets destroyed. Oh, no. So, it's like, wherever she goes, there's that trail of it. It's my mama's curse. It's my mama's curse. Yes. And that can mess your head up, too. Yeah. Which is where we get to the asylum part. But, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Which was the left hand. Yes. So, um, this time, they moved to Correggio. And this was where they settled permanently. So things were finally starting to look up for the couple here. So she was able to open up a small shop where she sold like soap and tea and kind of made her living that way. Um, And to drum up business, she starts telling customers about her special powers. Oh, special powers. (laughs) She has special powers. Oh, how cool. Yep. She wanted to know that she could make their dreams come true. So she starts telling fortunes. So, people start flocking to her shop so that she can give them fortunes. Of course, I bet hers were a whole lot more sugar-coated yes. and, and beautiful than the bleak ones that she has received. That, yes. that Maybe she thinks she can turn the curse around if she does that. Well, so she became popular and little respected in her community. So, people knew who she was. They would go to her shop. You know, they would get the tea. They would order cakes, buy her soap, get yeah, a fortune. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it kind of turned out to be a good thing for her. So that's I wonder crazy. if she gave him a hand, um, what do you call it? Like a not a manicure, but a massage and a you know exfoliation oh. of the hands so that yeah. she could read them clearer. <laughs> Maybe that's why the lady before couldn't read them. She should have exfoliated yeah. them and then it might <laughs> have, have had a different. nice manicure yeah. first. <laughs> yes. So maybe that's Ooh, what her soaps really, did the trick. I really like how soft your hands are. You are gonna have a wealthy life. Yes. <laughs> um no. I, that's funny. <laughs> So all the people were flocking to her to see what she had to say, and they wanted her help to attain their dreams. So her business was doing well, but although she's still going through some personal stuff and some dark stuff in her in her marriage, so no children at this point. Well, I'm about to get to that. Okay, because this is this is remember what the first fortune said. Yes, all her children. So she would, would die. marry, and she would have lots of children, but all of die. them would die young. Okay. Okay. So, throughout her marriage, she had been pregnant 17 times. Wow. She had three miscarriages. Ten of her children died when they were very young. Made it through the pregnancy, were born, but died very young. Ten. After having been told that fortune and that happened? Yes. That's a little crazy. Something's a little off there. So, four survived into their later years. So, you can imagine how overprotective and just smothering she was to the ones that actually made it. Right. That's 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 the mental and psychological thing. Um, so, she did have a favorite. Her favorite was her firstborn, Giuseppe. Oh, okay. Her firstborn, her boy. So, she was very protective over him. 
So it seemed like the fortune teller's prediction was playing out before her eyes. Or was it their mother's curse? Or both. Like, so Ooh, she, you know, you yeah. don't really know. Um, but she decided that she would protect the children that she did have, no matter what. So in 1939, Giuseppe told his mother he was going to join the Italian army as, you know, the country was gearing up. This was right around World War II. And so she, that terrified her to I death bet. because yeah. if he goes off to war, he's not coming back. Because right. what are the odds that he's going to come back? Yes. My fortune says all my children are going to die. He's not going to come back. And my mom's cursed. Yep. And, and so he's she, going to war. she knew that she could not let that happen at all. So she did not want to lose another child. She just couldn't. There's just no way. So she had to figure out a way to break her mother's curse before it was too late. And that was when it hit her. She knew exactly what she had to do. So she set her plan in motion. So find out what she does next. Okay, so what do you think so far? I think this sounds kind of intriguing and a little crazy. <laughs> and uh, Let's see, superstitious and paranoid and... You know, sometimes when you have things like that happen, it can work you up. Kind of like this past year yeah. with the, <laughs> the way people have thrown all these kind of things out there. And it scares you and you have fear. And and so I think sometimes, especially if you believe in getting a curse or, you know, you believe in that, the fortune tellers, then I think you can kind of over obsess and make yourself crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've all had moments in life where we've had things like that kind of happen and we get a little worried and a little anxious and then it turns out everything's okay because we're all going to have bad things happen. But ten, losing 10 children, oh, that sounds kind of, yeah, I don't know. I wonder whatever happened to her mom. Do we learn that later? Uh -uh. Okay. Nope. I wonder if she ever, she would have had to find somebody rich to take care of her <laughs> since her daughter didn't pan out. But anyway, um, yeah, I think it sounds like a cool story. Well, crazy story. <laughs> I'm looking forward to learning How more. How do you think she's going to solve her problem? I mean, obviously, she's a murderer, but the psychology Well, it's starting to it. sound like to me, because you know how you have these couples, and one obsesses over the other, and it's almost like if I can't have you, nobody else is going to have you. Uh -huh. So if you're going to go die somewhere else. So you I, think Giuseppe might be the victim? I don't it's know. where you're going with it. Like if you kind can't of. go off to war, like then, I don't know anything I'm going to be the reason why. You, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or I'm going to trap can, you in the dungeon. I can, and I you're can gonna, see that. Okay. So you're totally wrong, but I can see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, well then I don't know. Now I'm, or she traps him in a kidnap. I mean, like keeps him trapped. I don't know. All right. Well, enlighten me, okay. Melissa. So out of desperation, Leonardo devised a plan to break her mother's curse over her life. She was determined to save her son's life and keep him safe from the war. So she knew what she had to do. It wasn't going to be easy, but it was the only way. See, in her mind, the only way to break her mother's curse would be to a bold, daring move of human sacrifice. Wow. And she just knew exactly how she was going to do it and who fit her criteria perfectly. Another child. So she set them all up the same. Now, remember, she had all these women flocking to her to come help find me a husband, get me a job. What's my future going to be like? Okay. So, she had that shop. Yes. So, she chose some older ladies Okay. to come in. So, the first woman that came in to meet this horrible fate that she had planned was Faustina Setti. 
She's an older woman, and she sought Leonardo's help in finding a husband. Um, you know, Leonardo had those superpowers, those special yes. powers. So she tells her that I found someone who will marry you. Okay. This wonderful man who lives in Pola, which is now Croatia. Okay. So it was Pola back then. So Faustina paid Leonardo 30,000 lira. Okay. Don't know how much that is in American money. Okay. I did not bother to go Must that far. It was 1 a.m. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it was, a it was her entire life savings. Wow. So it had to be a lot for her, um, for her help. So she had found herself a husband. So the two or began. So she thought. Yeah, so she thought. Okay. The two began writing letters to each other, excited about the upcoming marriage, but not knowing that Faustina was receiving letters from Leonardo because that's who the mystery man was. Okay. So she was writing letters, making her believe that, oh, I'm talking to this man, Apollo. And then, you know, everything's great. So she was so excited that she had found the husband that she just couldn't wait to spread the news. However, uh-oh. That can happen. You can't go around telling people you're going to go get married because you're not really going to get married. Yes. So she convinced her to keep the new relationship a secret. Red flag number like one. Yes. Yes. Um, it still happens. In she's this like, yeah. Time. What if What if it doesn't work out? Then everybody you told will be, you know, disappointed. How ashamed would you feel yes. if that didn't work out? They might even laugh. Yeah. That a woman so of your can't, character can't, can't and age. So she she decided to keep it a secret. But she wrote letters to all her friends and family that she was moving to Pola. Oh, okay. So she kept half a secret. Because so, why would you move if you... Yeah, so she yeah. said, I'm going to Pola. Okay. Start a new life. You know, I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. In her handwriting, sent all this to her friends and family. Okay. And you know, that's for so when she disappears. Yes. No one's looking for her. Yes. she just went to Pola. That's <laughs> true. So. Gotcha. Yep. All right. So, uh, the letters were sent. She's moving to Pola. So, with all her affairs in order, you know, bags were packed. She's She dyed her gray hair, like got all the gray hairs out. <laughs> made herself look as presentable as possible. She was, you know, heading out the door. She goes to Leonardo's to say goodbye okay. and to thank her. Oh. And that was her last stop. Oh. So... Leonardo greeted her. They, you know, they had a glass of wine. They were to celebrate. And then, you know, they toasted to her success on finding a husband. Was there something but, in that wine? Yeah, Faustina didn't feel okay afterwards. You know, she's a little groggy. Um, so Leonardo caught her off her guard and hit her in the head with an axe. Whoa, an axe. <laughs> That's so bloody. <laughs> and then dragged her into a closet and shut and locked the door. <laughs> So, does she... Well, she was never seen again, but because of the letters and her family had no reason to look for yes. her. Yes. No. Well, so do, she's do we find out what Leonardo does with the body? We're going to talk about body number two. Body number two. I'll get two. to that at the end because I have in great detail what happens to the bodies. Okay. And, Ooh. Yeah. So, next, Leonardo set her sights on Francesca Sawabi. Again, I for, for, forgive me if that's not right. Um, but she traveled to the shop to seek help with the job. So okay. she was 55 years old, and she was a teacher, but she was just tired of the small town. Okay. She just wanted a different different feel. So let's so, go see the, the lady with the powers. Yes. So for 3,000 lira, obviously, she didn't have as much saved up as uh, yes. Faustina over there. A job um, versus a husband. Yeah. A little bit more money because she had to write letters. <laughs> well, she told, she told her that she had found her a great teaching job in northern Italy. 
Oh, at an okay. all girls school. Ooh. Which if she said she was lonely and tired of the small town. Why would you send her to an all girls yes. school? Because I would have been like, nah, I need I need some mix up in there. Yeah. But she was happy to get out. Of yeah. Exactly. Um, so she was all excited. So she was also encouraged to write letters to her friends and family about starting this this new job in Northern Italy and moving away. But she couldn't tell them about the job. She she could tell them that she was moving. But wait until she got settled and everything was right before she wrote back. Just in case it didn't. It would be bad luck if it didn't work out. There you go. Don't want to mess with those special fortune telling telling powers. That's right. So she also wrote Don't want to jinx her and the job not work out. Yep. So So on September 5th, 1940, it was time for um, Francesca to start her new life. So she was so excited. Um, So there was one thing she had to do before she left. Visit her friend Leonardo. Yes. Asked to tell her goodbye and thank yes. you for everything. And she was also met with Juan and a congratulations. Ooh. And an accident. And an axe. Okay. <laughs> Gives new meaning to axe questions. Yep. All right. So, so did she get put in the closet? Probably. I wonder, you know, back then they didn't make walk-in closets like they do now. So I wonder if it was Well, a there was, closet. I didn't write this in, but apparently her shop, from time to time, had sort of a odor, you know, okay. the decomposing stuff was going yeah, on, was like, and it was even reported, but it was overlooked because, oh, she's so sweet, she's so nice, oh, she runs that shop, everybody yeah. loves her, she can't do anything. She might not have been taking And even showers. in her old age, the pictures look like, it's your sweet old grandma. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can't wait to see Like, them. what in the world? So we've gotten, so we're getting ready. Two acts yep. down. Okay. We're on number three. All right. So Virginia Cachopo. Cachopo. Again. Again, if that's I, wrong, I apologize. And our friends in Italy can have a laugh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she sought out Leonardo's help with finding a job. So she was an opera singer and she used to sing, but she was down on her luck and in between jobs uh-huh. and couldn't. Um, support herself so she just wanted to find another job okay and so those superpowers came about and but this time it was not cheap okay this time it cost her fifty thousand lira and jewels that she owned i just thought of something uh-oh. leonardo is like old timey headhunter yeah for jobs yeah. but she's like a head, a head hunter <laughs> with an axe leonardo the headhunter because she's finding jobs for people yeah She's a real headhunter. Okay, I'm sorry. I had but to digress. All, that's why I didn't tell her about this story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she promised Virginia a job as a secretary in Florence to serve for the owner of this opera house. And so she loves opera. She's going to be in an opera house. She's going to get to hear and see. She was like, yes, take all of my money and all of my jewels. Like, wow. give me the job. Okay. So she was so excited. So let me guess. She wrote letters to her friends. Yes. And but she, she couldn't tell them. Right. Oh, but guess what? What? She told some people. <gasps> oh, because we cannot. Because that was so exciting. Yes. She had to tell somebody. I mean, it was awesome. Which is why it's like America's Got Talent or The Voice or British has Got Talent yeah. or whatever. Master Show. Just Back another that day. I get to go yeah. to work yeah. at this opera house. So okay. she did. She did tell some people. Okay. She said, yeah, no, I'll keep it a secret, but I won't. Yes. So she did tell a few people about the job offer. Because I'm a woman with a big, big voice. Yes. And so she agreed. And on September 30th, 1940, she met with Leonardo on her way out of town for wine and an axe to the head. Number four. I'm so confused about the sun. Are we going to get there? We're going to get there. Okay. All right. 
So there's no telling how many I'm times. I'm some questions just, now. Yes, ask me questions. There's no telling how many times the cycle just, it would just kept continuing. And she just piles yeah. the bodies in the closet. Well, because she hit a snag and Virginia was so excited about her opportunity that she told some people. That's right. This is how she ended up getting caught. Okay. So Virginia's sister knew she had visited Leonardo's shop. Like I saw her walk in her shop before the last day. And the sister is going to know. Yeah. Most of the time sisters are telling each other stuff. And so she couldn't get in touch with her. So she called like the superintendent, the deputy, the authorities. And right now it was kind of like people had an inkling, like these old women in the, in the community just don't show up anymore. Yeah. And the last place they were was at Leonardo's. Like yes. it was kind of obvious that what was going on. Um, so they started researching. Plus like she was selling their clothes. She sold their clothes and their shoes. Wow. She was for yeah. Yeah, she wasn't very intelligent. <laughs> so reluctantly they decided to check it out. Because again, they were like, eh, it's kind of fishy. We'll look into it. Might be cursed because yeah. you're not too smart. Hmm. Okay. So Leonardo Chinchuli was promptly arrested and charged with murder of the missing women. So that's time they had been noticing the pattern. She was always with them and she sold their clothes. So unconvinced that the this smell. well, yeah, that too. Unconvinced that this sweet old shop lady could do such horrible stuff, they just didn't think she did it by herself. They thought her husband and her son helped her. So when it came to Giuseppe, she figured out that he actually may serve jail time because they think he did this stuff. Okay. She's like, no, no, no. I'll tell you exactly how it happened. Like he was not involved at all. Okay. She did this. For the sole purpose to get rid of her mother's curse. She thought this is what she had to do. Okay. I'm sacrificing these women. Okay. He's going to stay not. safe. So he had no, he, well, he had a little part in it that he probably didn't know about. But. Gotcha. That it was all to keep him safe. Well, if he hadn't have wanted to go fight in the war. Yeah. She wouldn't have had to do so that. It was all his fault, really. Oh. Like, <laughs> go fight in the war and be a hero. Yep. Yeah. So not wanting him to go to jail was what prompted her to describe exactly what she had done. And so I don't really think anybody was prepared to hear about how she got rid of the evidence. And I'm going to read you direct quotes from her during her trial about what she had done to these people. I don't know if I'm prepared. Yeah, I see your eyes. Melissa's eyes are looking kind of scary. I'm not sure if I'm prepared. Because when it got to this point. You know, I haven't had lunch. Is this not going to work? I have not had breakfast or lunch. So does that mean we're not going to And if eat? you have a queasy stomach, please, you know, pause or, you know, come back later. Just be advised. I'm just going to tell yes. you. Yes. Because so. we do have our little warning that we do talk about graphic stuff sometimes. Yes. But and am I going to be able to eat? Maybe. Okay. We'll see. I mean. All right. <laughs> let it Let it rip. All right. So this is about victim number one. Okay. This is Faustini. The one with the man for Pola. Yes. Okay. Okay. And this is quote from her. From Leonardo. From Leonardo. Okay. I threw the pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of caustic soda, which I had bought to make soap, and stirred the <gasps> whole mixture until the pieces dissolved into a thick, dark mush that I poured into several buckets and emptied in a nearby septic tank. As for the blood in the basin, I waited until it had coagulated, dried it in the oven, ground it up, and mixed it with flour, sugar, chocolate, milk, and eggs, as well as a bit of margarine. Kneading all of the ingredients together, I made lots of crunchy tea cakes. 
and served them to the ladies who came to visit, though Giuseppe and I also ate them. Oh, my word. Gross. That is gross. Okay, so at the beginning of that, when you said the pot, I thought, okay, well, I thought she probably ate, ate it. But then I thought, well, maybe we're making soap out of it. And people are bathing with it. And then I thought, when you got to the septic, I thought, okay, good. She Woo. threw it away. Yes, but the blood, she and made she made cakes. cakes. Wow. Crunchy. Crunch, she just crunchy tea cakes. Really? Why would she use the blood and throw everything else away? What happened to her husband? Where was her husband? I don't know. No, there was no mention of his husband. I Ooh, he might have been some blood cakes, too. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Okay. So, the second victim... So she did special things for all of them? Well, the second one got the same as the first. Okay. Crunchy blood cakes. Tea cakes. Tea Cr cakes. Crunchy tea cakes. Okay. With blood in But them. the third one was, she was special. So was the third one the Opry? Yes. Opera. Not yes. Opry. Opera. Okay. That was, um. Virginia. Yes. Wow. I'm doing good. <laughs> all right. I can remember. Uh, so what did she do for the special one? Okay. So this isn't her words. This isn't her, Leonardo's words. Okay. Quotes. Yeah, okay. quote. She ended up in the pot, like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white. When it had melted, I added a bottle of cologne, and after a long time on the boil, I was able to make some of the most acceptable creamy soap. Oh. I gave bars to my neighbors and acquaintances. The cakes, too, were better. That woman was really sweet. Oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> Said this? She said this. That woman was very, really sweet. sweet. Now, when I was saying someone's really sweet, I, I just can't. I can't. Oh, <laughs> I that know. is why I didn't want you to read it before no, I talked about it. Isn't yes, that crazy? That is crazy. She had some issues. That's insane. I think long That's why that hand was the criminalist. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she stirred the pot with her left hand. So, and now, oh, now goodness. to get even crazier. They okay, still so didn't the, believe that she could do this by herself. Because she's sweet looking. Because she's and sweet nice and tea cakes and, and just not and soap. Yeah. Fortune. So they took her to the morgue. They took Leonardo to the morgue. Gave her an axe <gasps> and made her prove that she could chop someone up. <gasps> she chopped someone up in 12 minutes in nine pieces. Oh my word. Why would they let her do yes. that? Yes. <laughs> They were crazy. Did they let her make up no, cakes? Now, show us. Tell us your recipe and show us how you did that. Oh, please. my word. Here, you must enjoy doing that. Let's take you to the morgue where yes. you can have more fun. Well, how did this keep her son from going into World War II? Or what, did he just never go? Or? I, nothing. I they couldn't find out about that. Oh, wow. But she was crazy. she really thought that was going to stop him yeah. from the sacrifices were going to stop him from going off to war. Oh, my word. She was very crazy. And get this. I'm glad I didn't know beforehand. She's this in prison. Fun. She writes cookbook. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how you spoke words. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, my word. How old? So, like, is she deceased now? Yes, yeah, she died 1940s. in 40s. Well, she died in 1970. Okay. From a cerebral, a brain something. Like okay. Wow. She but was, in the criminal insane asylum, she was uh, 30 years. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I didn't write we that. We got sidetracked with She the, got sentenced. Can um, it make you think about when you get some soap? To imprison. Tea cakes. <laughs> What's at the bake sale? I'm yes. sorry. Can you tell me how you made this? Yes. Where did that come from? Now, what do you want to get from lunch? Is it crunchy? Tea cakes. Crunchy <laughs> tea cakes. <laughs> oh, my word. 
I just don't understand. That is a different brain function. That's insanity. That must be years of the psychological, mental illness, the emotional struggle of her. her, She's crazy. Yes. How sad. Yeah, that's sad. But wow. when I saw okay. that last night, I knew I had that was the one that I wanted to talk about. Yes, and you did good. And I knew I, I didn't want you to know it. about no, it because that was a crazy surprise. I was enjoying that. I don't know if I can so. find the story you don't know about. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Mm, we'll see. That maybe that'll be the challenge for next week. Not <gasps> I need more than a week yeah. to find something that you don't know about. <laughs> I have to take longer to research. So wait, what did you say she ended up? Oh, well, like she ended up sentence, or I guess oh, I think it was the life, well, it was part. Her sentence was part jail time, part criminal asylum. Okay. So she was in the crazy house when she died. Okay, gotcha. Um, but she definitely wasn't going to be released yeah. out into society. And if you have a mental health issue, we are totally compassionate. Just make sure you get help. Don't wait. Um, especially if your plan is to and sacrifice someone for your child. Well, so yeah. And we May is actually that. Mental Health Awareness Month. Oh, okay. um, Last month was Autism Acceptance. This month is um, mental, mental Health Awareness. And there's lots of... Um, Especially now with this pandemic, if you can't get out, there's yes. stuff like BetterHelp. There's online sites that'll put you in touch with counselors. There's all sorts of resources that you can reach out to. And please um, do, because you and your family need to make sure you're healthy mentally. And, and had she had some support with first miscarriage, or if she had stuff that was in yeah. place to help her deal with all of that, then maybe those feelings towards the son who was finally born wouldn't have been so yeah. over exaggerated and and just drastic that she had to do what she had to do definitely so well hey guys thanks to um for joining us this week yeah. did you need uh, any sources or anything um always murder murderpedia.org is a favorite and this one actually has a youtube video that i'll link in the show description and again you can still find us on our facebook group old time crime gals and email us at old time crime gals at gmail.com um we appreciate you listening, especially this one goes out to the Italian listeners in Italy. I apologize for all my horrible pronunciations of all those names and cities. Tell your neighbors <laughs> so they can laugh at her. Yes. <laughs> you know, more listeners. Play it at a party. Yes. <laughs> and, um, yes. They just all need to get on their own devices. Yes. Please share. <laughs> Please. Please share. Um, that's the only way people find out about us. Yes. We're on uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, everywhere you listen. And just remember... Do the crime, and it's going to catch up with you in time. And then we'll talk about it while eating tea cakes. (laughs) That was good. It'd be great if it would stop.